Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Cletus Earle, CIO at Kaleida Health. In this segment, we talk about why he believes Kaleida's affiliation strategy is positioning it well for the future, the critical role IT plays in facilitating collaboration and reducing waste, and how he approached being the new CIO at Kaleida one year ago. Hi, Cletus. Thanks once again for taking some time to speak with us. Thank you. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. Sure. So since we last spoke, um, you have an, a new role with Kaleida Health. So I think the best thing to do is to get some basic information about the organization, uh, size, where it's located, things like that. Yeah, so Kaleida Health is a comprehensive integrated delivery network. Um, it's approximately 12 to 13 different types of facilities. Uh, we are uh, affiliated with m multiple organizations in some way, shape, or form throughout the western New York, northwest Pennsylvania market or region. Uh, Kaleida is the largest uh, Healthcare facility outside of New York uh, in the New York City area, um, to be practical, outside of the Westchester North Inside. So we we represent a, a wide uh, variety of, of services throughout the community, and uh, it's exciting as this organization has grown exponentially since I've arrived, and uh, we we continue to grow as there are. In, in my opinion, I think there are basically a couple of organizations that are going to be left standing within, you know, the healthcare segment, um, those that are being acquired or those are, that are getting acquired. So um, the leadership at Kaleida uh, has uh, decided to be the acquiring side, and that's actually um, very beneficial from our side. And, uh, you know, again, we, we've done a considerable amount of uh, collaboration. So interesting enough, even though how Kaleida operates, we are collectively involved in multiple joint ventures, even with competing um, facilities throughout the region. So um, I think this, this organization is a perfect example of how healthcare is going to uh, mature into as we move into the value-based world. Uh, in essence, not necessarily one component of healthcare from uh, a particular provider, but uh, multitudes of different providers and how they're going to collaborate care and, you know, working with various different hospital systems that are not even owned by Collider, but other participating. Because care is, is the community. You know, healthcare is a community. And I believe that utilizing that premise is going to be a main component of uh, how health systems operate in the future. Right. Yeah, I saw quite a few when I was doing some research. And now as far as Upper Allegheny Health System, is that an affiliation or is that kind of an ownership model? That's an ownership model. So okay. the Upper Allegheny um, Health System coming under the uh, Kaleida. We're, we're moving forward with um, you know Upper Allegheny, Cuba, TLC, and Brooks, six facilities down in the Twin Tier area basically coming on board. Right now, the first phase is a complete parent, active parent model with Upper Allegheny, and uh, there's just different different models of affiliation for the others until you know next year, which we imagine would be a, a completely different model, uh, which is almost similar to Upper Allegheny. Okay, so I imagine that's pretty interesting for you. It's kind of uh, forging a new path <laughs> as you go along. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, again, it's it's being on the other side of the um, equation. And, you know, as you talk about uh, continuing to get larger, grow, IT is a major staple uh, regarding how these organizations are going to operate. As you're well aware, the reason and the rationale between growing is that you can have a, a more robust clinical care paradigm. And in order to do that, your systems would have to talk to each other, whether it's from the core infrastructure uh, to, you know, the application layer. These systems have to uniquely be, you know, integrated so that care providers will be able to see each other's, you know, uh, documents and, and collaboration efforts and whether it's x-rays and labs and ensuring that there is a uh, you know synergy of not promoting waste from multiple lab results or or um, unnecessary imaging you know uh, orders that are being taken care of and uh, you know IT again helps facilitate it all so that you know there's a kind of a one and done process and how how allowing our physicians to work a little bit more um, cohesively together right so uh, along those lines, let's talk about uh, the clinical application environment. First of all, in, in Kaleida, are, are you on one integrated system, EHR system? We are. Uh, but in, in, in truth, when you put the entire system in place, we have almost every EMR out there. Uh, but as far as a core clinical solution, uh, we're on the Cerner platform. Some of our partners are on Meditech and some on um, McKesson, Epic, and all, all the different types of um, systems that are out there. But for the most part, again, the core clinical system for us is, Clyde, is, is Cerner Millennium. We're somewhat unique. Um, we were one of the first organizations out there that got on uh, the, the Cerner platform. So we're not the typical hosted Cerner solution. We actually have our own Cerner platform, self-hosted, and um, it provides different levels of uh, opportunity for us. And uh, that's that's kind of how we have it right now. So we're just working along and figuring out how to connect all the various systems together so that, again, we can share data amongst ourselves, you know, because that's important okay. too, right? Okay. And you um, started with Kaleida about a year ago. Yeah, so I, just I came imagine. up on my year anniversary. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, great. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I know from from talking to you that that it's it's been quite a ride. So can can you talk about what that first year has been like, and really what has been your biggest areas of focus? Yeah, the the ride of coming into this organization was more of the growth. You know, yeah. to, for a, a organization to grow uh, so quickly, uh, you know, make some really important strategic decisions, and and to take advantage of that. That was the basic major dynamic that, you know, you had to, I wouldn't say overcome because there wasn't anything wrong with it, but to tackle because as a new CIO, when you come on board um, to an, a new organization, you have to find out exactly what's going on, how is it operating, what kind of enhancements are you going to do if things need to be changed. And then on top of that, you you have to, align, you know, continue to align yourself with the business strategy. And in this case, case, the business strategy was growth, in the, you know, from that perspective. So 
there, there had to be a combination of making sure the business strategy is being taken care of as well as the, what normal processes are included in, you know, being a new CIO, which is making sure you have the right team and, you know, developing and having um, the right expectations as you move forward with a, a new organization. So I looked at it as um, when I came on board as juggling uh, a, a bunch of chainsaws, you know, from yeah. that perspective, or, you know, to put it in a better light is, uh, you know, drinking from a fire hose. Um, as many people come into new organizations, you do drink from a fire hose. Um, I, I have my sea legs now and uh, it you know, took me a little while to get my sea legs and being very comfortable with you know, just understanding the organization and complex organizations and then now being able to really you know, tackle some of the strategic initiatives and how IT can help do that. So that's been my, um, my mantra for the last year and it's been exciting. Yeah, I'm sure. And how, how exactly do you approach that? I mean, you know that you're coming in as the new CIO. You know that there's a, a lot of things that, you know, a lot of change that you want to be able to, to push forward. But how do you do that while also trying to kind of get to know people and get to know your staff? I imagine that, that that's probably what you alluded to with, with the juggling. Yeah, I have to tell you, with anything, the biggest thing that you really have to tackle is, you know, different cultures, um, yeah. understanding the cultures and, you know, being astute enough to take notice of how a culture, how our organization operates, and, you know, be able to, you know, adapt. Um, there's two pieces, you adapt and, and you adopt, right? Uh, and, and, and when I say adopt, you know, you hope other people adopt best practices that may not be part of that particular culture. But then you also have to, I mean, you know, my world is I have to adapt to some processes. You can't um, always just push every initiative to the pace. I, I kind of work at a, a, a certain pace and I'm sure many other people do as well. Uh, at times you have to, you know, adapt to, you know, other organizations and other people and your teams and uh, get to know each other because the big thing is trust, particularly from your team side. Uh, if you're able to establish a really good trust factor, then you can almost ensure success right? So, uh, you know, it takes some time to get that trust up and um, working with, you know, your your business partners and I, and I include your staff, you know, your direct reports as, you know, establishing that level of trust and it allows you to get, uh, be a lot better at your job once you have your team believing in you and believing in your, because at the end of the day, the team members need to believe in you, and they, they have to be able to trust you. And if they don't know you and they don't know how you operate, it takes a little while for that to occur. So that, that's one of the biggest challenges because you have to do all of that while you're navigating this new system and new model and new business and uh, making sure you still uh, keep the lights on as we do on a day-to-day -day basis, but tackle all of the endeavors that I just talked to you about in the initial conversation, which is growth. So that's a, that's a lot to, to juggle, you know, when it comes oh, yeah. to all of those components. It's a lot, but uh, not insurmountable. And, uh, you know, luckily, uh, I'm still here. <laughs> so that's a, that's a good indication. And the, the organization continues to have success when it comes to some of our technology initiatives. And I'm very happy about that. Right. And through the, the partnerships, the, the alliances, um, I can imagine that really one of the big goals is 
is improving population health and, and building that network. And, and can you talk about what the strategy is either either now or what you're kind of working towards with that? Yeah, we, we've, um, you know, in New York State, we have the district initiative. And that that's a one definition of what population health or population management applies to the entire state. Uh, we have aligned with our PPS, which is part of the district, to help us, you know, with our our Medicaid or a particular population, in this case Medicaid, and we've also used the same technology to be our our overall population health strategy, IT strategy, and that's using a particular you know solution to get that done. So from our perspective, you know, as we continue to develop um, our Medicaids and you know and and basically our other payers and, and you know our self pays, we're, we're we're using the district PPS model as a um, platform for our overall overarching population health initiative and the tools and solutions um, associated with that particular model is going to help us with um, you know overall population health strategy. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.